Have you ever wondered what is really behind green cleaning and sustainability? Is it the products we use, the process, or more? Well, to help with that question today, I'm pleased to welcome Steve Ashkin, who's known as the father of green cleaning. Steve, welcome to the program. Well, thank you for having me, Jeff, and thank you for your listeners to turning in. Well, uh, this is good stuff, Steve. Um, green cleaning is brought up all the time, sustainability. So I have a couple questions for you. Some say that we are a commodity industry, that products are the same. The only thing that matters is the price. Now, to make a comparison, when you go to the store, you buy milk. Well, a gallon of milk here, a gallon of milk there, it's milk. A cleaning product is a cleaning product. Price might dictate which one you choose. Do you think all products are the same? No. <laughs> no, they're not. You know, it's interesting with green cleaning products um, back in around the year 2000, you know, that's when Green Seal was first releasing GS37 and there was no Safer Choice program yet, or it was just getting started. And, then, you know, Ecologo was doing stuff up in Canada. So it was really fledgling trying to look at green products. But, you know, today there are hundreds of them in the marketplace, and they're not all the same. They differ by performance, they differ by lots of different reasons. And, and I think it's important for us to be willing to take a little bit deeper look, especially when we have so many options. So thinking of those options, you have green products, you have conventional products. How can you tell an authentic green product from a conventional product? Well, on the one hand, if, you know, we had a PhD in chemistry or, you know, degree in industrial hygiene, we could go through all the testing on health and environmental impacts, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, that's the whole reason we use third-party certifications. We leave that to the scientists. There's a clear standard from which they were tested. And that gives us some assurance that we know what the standard is. We know it was tested to and somebody actually went and reviewed it to make sure the manufacturer was doing it. So I really do believe that from a product perspective, third-party certifications, or if uh, otherwise, if the manufacturer wants to send you all the test data, um, but you know, we should have information. And I think at the end of the day, it is the information, whether we're buying cleaning products or going to the grocery store and buying that gallon of milk. Because I can tell you, if they um, use, you know, growth hormones in the cows so that they made more milk, you know, some parents may want to know that there's growth hormones in their milk if they're feeding it to their infants. So the same thing with pro cleaning products. We just want to know the information so we can make more informed decisions. Absolutely. Maybe instead of milk, I should use canned corn as an illustration, but I think we get the point. Uh, when you're shopping, you look at the products and you wonder what's inside. Good point about the growth hormones. Let's pivot and talk about who makes the products. So Steve, when you think about a manufacturer that does not represent the industry in a positive way, what comes to mind for you? Well, I think that's exactly where we're headed now. You know, getting information, not just about the products, but the companies who made them. And, you know, one of the things that I've been thinking about is, can we have an authentic green product from a bad company? 
right? And so we can talk about what the word bad means. But, you know, in our industry, for example, um, we deal with illegal contracting. And, and, and maybe I should be really quiet when I say that because we don't want to talk about it. But, you know, it happens far more often than we want to admit. Mm -hmm. And I think purchasers should know, they want to know if the goods and services they're getting are from companies that are doing the right things so they can make an informed decision. And even if they're not violating the law, but purchasers should know, I want to know. So, so to that point, if, if there's a company like that, you mentioned the word bad, can they make authentic green products that work? Sure they can, right? The products work. They've been certified. They're legitimately green products. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, there's hundreds of manufacturers who have certified products and thousands of products. And now as we go through and look at all the sustainability reporting and people focusing on ESG, you know, we're just providing more transparency to what's going on. So it minimizes the risk that if I hire that cleaning contractor and we find out later that they were paying their workers as independent contractors and violating those kind of laws or a manufacturer that has environmental problems or the way they govern the organization is they're discriminatory in their hiring practices or they pay bribes or they're buying products overseas from companies that use slave labor or forced labor to make it. All of these things can affect the brand. It can affect supply chain related issues. And just like we wanted to know on that gallon of milk, if it had, you know, um, growth hormones in it, we want to know more information about the supplier, whether it's a manufacturer, distributor, or service provider, just so we can make informed decisions, regardless of whether or not they have bona fide, certified, authentic green products, because even bad companies can make a good product. And purchasers should just know what they're getting into. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So looking at your past, Steve, and what you've seen with green clean and sustainability and the growth, how it's come along, how do you feel about it right now? Is it, are we in a good spot? And does the future look good? We are in a good spot. I mean, I'm very optimistic. And I think our industry is filled with really smart, innovative people. And some of the new technologies that are coming down the road are very exciting. So yeah, I'm very optimistic about it. And I'm optimistic about how we build on the future, right? So let's not just continually to incrementally grow, right? We've done good with green cleaning. The next question really becomes, let's talk about the organizations themselves. What can we do as an industry to raise the level of professionalism, to make sure that everyone is playing on an even playing field? Because unless we do that, there becomes a disincentive for companies to do good things, mm -hmm. right? Because usually when people are cheating, they're doing it to save money. They can reduce costs. And if the only thing the purchaser is thinking about is product cost, then it's, again, a disincentive for those of us 
that are really working hard to take care of their workers, to protect the environment, to address hiring and all the other governance-related issues. And I think that what I'm seeing, what's happening with the SEC and their secure, their sustainability reporting requirements that they're looking at, what I'm seeing from major Standard & Poor's 500 companies and their requirements or requests for supply chain related reporting, you know, this is going to move forward. And I believe it is really healthy, really good for our industry. 